That's enough silence for you. Welcome into the 47th episode of Talk in the Haunted House, a scary movie podcast. Season 2, episode 29, where we are discussing... A Quiet Place from 2018. This is your season two finale, everybody. We're going to discuss the plot, the scariest and funniest moments of the movie, the best kill, winner and loser, rate A Quiet Place on our all-time scary movie list. And we will discuss could this happen in real life and would we recommend this movie. Before all of that, I am your co-host, Ryan King. Please, wherever you're currently listening, you know you already know where. Apple Podcasts. Spotify for podcasters, et cetera, et cetera. Wherever you're listening, go on there right now. Give us five stars. Give us a rating and a review. We like the review. We want to know what you like, what you don't like. Do you like silence? Do you not like silence? Do you like our podcast? Do you not like our podcast? But really, just please go give us the five stars. At the end of season two, we've done 47 episodes for you ungrateful people. Go on there. Hit the fifth star. Give us the five stars. You can also follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Ryan underscore King underscore now. You can follow our co-host Davis Dillingham and the show on Twitter. I think I heard it. I was, oh, okay, there it was. There was. (laughs) Way to have uh, the listeners checking their speakers and headphones. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's going on? Like, is it out of battery? What's going on? They made a mistake. Follow me personally on Twitter at the real double D's, just DS at the end, no E's in between. And go follow the podcast Twitter page at Talk of the House underscore, all one word, underscore at the end. Just like you are with all your reviews, let us know what you like or don't like about the podcast, what you like or don't like about Ryan's use of silence. It's very, uh, I feel like my internal clock's off right now, so I'm trying to get used to it. Um, Correct. Also, That's the entire goal. It's the entire goal. Good. <laughs> good. Also, if you have any suggestions, as we are at the end of season two here, if you have any suggestions for movies that you want us to do next season, please go ahead and drop those on the Twitter. We would be mm-hmm. more than willing to throw those up on our list. Tell us. We'll do it. Maybe. I can't guarantee it. I was but... about to say, don't, let's, not, <laughs> yes. let's not go too far. Let's test somebody's it, gonna, though. Come on. Somebody's going to send in a home scary movie that they made of, true. on VHS. I would, you know what? I would watch that actually. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm not I'm saying we'd rate it, but definitely watch right. it. Right? No, I'd watch definitely it. Definitely watch it. Probably a snuff film, if we're being honest. But, I mean. <laughs> so, before we get to everything, <laughs> that's what I think of our audience. They're all people who make snuff. <laughs> They're <films>. murderers. <laughs> so, before we get to everything we just discussed, Davis it's... always has a history breakdown. I will say, Davis, I was shocked slightly to hear this was five years old from 2018, but mm. part two said so it was from like 2020. Is that correct? That sounds right. That is yeah. wild. I thought I literally thought, thought part two was like more recent. I thought part two was a year or a year and a half ago. Like I my my clock is all off. Well, Ryan, if you hear anything that was was made in twenty twenty, you just have to assume that it's correct because everything twenty 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 one all just that's probably why I was so thrown one. off because I'm like, God, when was that? Like every yeah. that whole year was so thrown off. So anyway, what's the history breakdown of a quiet place, Davis? We have just really a small amount of history breakdown here today. Well, how many times have you watched it? We always start with that. What this do you is the second one. This is the second okay. time. I have yeah. seen the second one also. Mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing you've seen the second one as well. Yeah, this is my second time watching A Quiet Place, and I've seen the second one. I saw that one in theaters. The first one did not see in theaters. The, but I think I saw yeah. the second one in theaters too. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, a movie that had quite the buzz about it when it came around. Oh, oh yeah, um, I didn't see it for probably honestly. It was probably right before part two came out when I saw. I didn't see it for a long time. Either. The first one, yeah. I don't. I don't remember why. Maybe I just didn't believe the hype. It had a, <laughs> had a, a lot of hype. Yeah, definitely one of those. Well, I mean, it was very surprising. I guess that 
it's not exactly a project many people probably expected from uh, Krasinski Mm-mm. as a director. Baffled, by the way, um, now that we're getting into the background, this is his third directorial movie, hmm. which I really could not believe. What are the other? Never heard of the other two. <laughs> Never oh, okay. heard well, of them at all. But yeah, I mean, okay. he's credited as a director on these two. Um, but yes, this is his directed by John Krasinski, his third film. He did not. Jim. He. Yeah. Yes, excuse me, Jim Krasinski. (laughs) Um, He also helped write the script. He did not write the story. The story came from two other writers. Man, Um, those 12 lines would have just been grueling to come up with in this one. Okay, well, the original screenplay had, I think, only one line of dialogue. Oh, my God. And there was was times where they they contemplated – Krasinski and others, they contemplated making the movie have zero sound at all. Zero sound. Is zero sound? Yes, zero sound. Okay, that's ridiculous. That would have been infuriating. It's very artsy, Ryan. What do you mean? Yeah, I know. And I hate artsy stuff. So, yeah, it would have been infuriating. We would not be breaking it down right now. I'll tell you that if it had no sound. I'll be telling you right now. We would not be breaking it down. Like all uh, large movies that get any sort of buzz um, in the Hollywood world, there is a Quiet Place 3 coming out. We will be having that. that. And, Next year, right? Uh, yes, I yes, I believe so. Yes, twenty-four, and there will be a a spinoff movie of it um, hmm. as a a like a prequel, I believe, is what it will be. Um, cool. Okay. Which is kind of confused because wasn't that kind of what Quiet Place Two was? Like they didn't kinda. show it all, but they showed. And like, if you go before the that, beginnings of it, it's just like a normal day. There is no prequel. If it's well, just like before I, that first I think, day, it's just... I think the spinoff is supposed to be called A Quiet Place Day One. So I mean, we kind of saw day ones. So maybe we'll see more. That's what of I'm it. saying. What maybe if they did up until the things came down? Day, maybe that was like actually day four, and they just yeah. didn't realize it was day yeah. one earlier. What if it was literally just like what if they? We just get their normal everyday lives up until when the aliens came, and it's just them That'd living. Be a great movie. That's just what. It's it like a, that's it's the like prequel. A Seinfeld movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just like them just living. Life. Where's your homework? And then as soon as the aliens get there, it just cuts. That's the end yeah. of it. I'd go, I'd go see it. Yeah. A, a non-quiet place. Uh, a loud place. A loud place. The title of this movie is New York City. Anyways. <laughs> um, so not a ton else. We do, now that you mentioned it, only 25 lines of dialogue in the movie. So it feels like it. They, I it, honestly hey, didn't it, remember. An increase from one or zero. So it's an exponential originally... increase. <laughs> yeah. uh, I... Even though this is my second time watching, I don't remember it being that like no lines. Maybe it's because the the sign language, like I remember them talking, but like, yeah, there, I, it's I was, like I was watching, yeah. like man, I don't remember them like never speaking. There's dialogue, but it's like it's unspoken dialogue. It's you got to read. It's all yeah. Which that's the other thing. They also briefly considered having none or no. very very few subtitles. It would have been a horrible the, idea. They felt that you could get the context through the sign language of what they are talking about. Some of it, not all of it. No, not all. <laughs> Some of yeah, it, yes. really not all. The I love you where he points you. Yeah, well, yeah no kidding. Anyway. Cuz even I read that fact before watching the movie and I tried to understand some of it contextually without the subtitles i was like there's no way no. <laughs> like, yeah no because some no. of them they just kind of nod their head yes like, what did that mean yeah that's I, supposed yeah. to mean go get your dad for dinner no it's chance. purple that's what that means like, yeah um so millicent simmons um the one who plays the daughter is actual deaf actually deaf i think i do deaf. think i remember that hearing that in the past which um, <laughs> hearing that in the past 
Damn, you just <laughs> get absolutely fucked, Millicent. Good lord. <laughs> to be uh, fair, to be fair, being under the umbrella of deaf, I don't think you have to be completely like no. cannot hear anything. Like no. you can be same as blind. Levels. You can be legally yeah. blind and not like exactly. truly blind. Exactly. You're not yeah. really accepted by the others, though. If you're no, you're not leg- legally blind. No one accepts you. So. Okay, you, you see her. <laughs> um, just a couple more fun facts. This feels off the rails for our background. Um, Emily Blunt's bathtub scene. One take. One take. Wow. Pretty solid. It's impressive. Pretty solid. Yeah. Um, and also, in some of the screen testing that they did and showing to audiences, they had not completed the CGI so some of the scenes where the monster was running around, it was just Krasinski in like a motion capture suit. <laughs> people laughed at the scenes pretty hard. That's so. not going to give you a good indication of no, the it's movie. Not. This That's... is supposed to be scary. It's, it's, it's literally Krasinski running around. Yeah. yeah. Although I would love to see. I mean, this was kind of in the trailer of the movie, if I remember correctly. So it's not much of a spoiler. I would love to see uh, John Krasinski tackling a little kid off some railroad tracks. I think that'd True. be hilarious. True. Man, just just destroy the kid. Just get a bunch of flex on him. Tar- targeting. Spear him. <laughs> targeting the kid. <laughs> oh, man. Other, uh, this one is kind of... I was going to wait, to, but it's not that important because it's literally the first scene. Um, I don't know if you noticed. It's kind of hard to tell, but the the opening scene where they're in the convenience store... Mm-hmm. The aisle with potato chips is completely full. Because why would you get uh, potato chips that make a lot of sounds? Nice. Okay. Yeah. It's smart. Very smart. It's kind of hard to tell though. It's pretty dimly lit. Yeah, I didn't. Scene. I did not. It's it's very dimly lit in there. Yeah. Before I read that, I, would I like not the, I like those little nuggets in movies though that like it it's nice. actually like in the universe because that does make sense. So yeah. I like that. But I also there were other snacks that were like left on the shelves too that were not potato chips. And I was like, like a Twinkie like, is like beef jerky over there. I was like, that's pretty silent. Yeah. But not for me because I go hard. When I eat <laughs> <jerky>. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. We're getting. <laughs> What a final episode of season two. Incredible. Man. Is that it? Time out! No. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Before we even got there. That was not quiet. That was not. If you haven't. Jesus. I'm like delirious right now. If you haven't seen. It's been a lot of episodes, man. I know. It's been a, it's been a marathon of season two. If you 29. haven't seen. 29 of these. Be fucking grateful. Yeah. Um. If you haven't seen this movie, we're about to break down the plot and everything in it. Um, and I would say that it's definitely possible. Plenty of people have not seen this movie. So mm-hmm. if you want to go pause the podcast now, go watch the movie. Currently streaming for quote-unquote free on Paramount+. Plus, mm-hmm. And the second movie is also on Paramount+. Plus. So if you want to do a little double yep. feature, mm-hmm. you can get it in there. Um, go watch the movie. Come back. It's a pretty quick one. Only an hour and a half. You can mm-hmm. fit it into your after work uh festivities if you want to go watch it come listen to us be upset with the random pockets of silence that are going to be throughout this podcast maybe you haven't seen the movie but you've definitely heard of it Mm. let's go you know it'd be wild Hmm. with the amount of silence in this movie um i can't remember what it's called the um 
like the way blind people watch movies, like where everything is oh, like audio and that would be infuriating. This movie, it'd be going nonstop. <laughs> like they're walking through the forest. Continued silence. <laughs> Continued silence. Continued silence. <laughs> it's just constantly talking about the silence. Yeah, exactly. Let's get to the plot breakdown. I'm gonna try to gain some time back on this thing. So let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Sightless aliens with sharp hearing and impenetrable armor plate pl armor plating have taken over the planet and killed most of the human population. The Abbott family, Mother Evelyn, Father Lee, deaf daughter Reagan, and sons Marcus and Bo live on their isolated farm in the middle of a forest in upstate New York and have survived by taking precautions such as laying sand paths to avoid stepping on crunching leaves and using American Sign Language when communicating. When the family goes into nearby town for supplies, Bo finds a toy space shuttle, but Lee makes him leave it behind because it would make noise when it's powered on. As they're getting ready to leave, Reagan secretly gives him back the toy, but without its batteries. When they leave, though, of course, Bo takes the batteries without anyone noticing. And while walking Smart back kid. home, Bo... Can you just teach the kid what... Not teach the kid what batteries were? Just be Honestly, like, yeah, 80 days had gone by. Like, that's a good chunk of that kid's life. The kid's young, so you I, yeah. probably... Kid's an Maybe. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> While walking back home, Bo turns on the space shuttle, which starts making noise. Almost immediately, Bo is killed by a nearby creature. Oh, after over a year after Bo's death, the family has seemingly gone back to normal with Evelyn several months pregnant. Marcus reluctantly goes fishing with Lee, while Reagan, upset that she cannot go, visits Bo's grave. The boys encounter an elderly man who has killed his wife and clearly given up. He screams, causing a creature to find and kill him in front of them. It's interesting. Now, I don't know that I put together that he killed his wife. I'll be honest with you. I added that part because uh, oh. this was completely left out of the plot breakdown, so I had to add it myself. That was my interpretation is that he – because they were just kind of done with it. Because she had that kind of thing in her side, like was her wounds. I assume yeah. they just wanted to be done. It was just like a mutual, like... That's the only part I had that... It just completely glanced over. I was like, I feel like that should be in the plot breakdown. Like, the old couple, it deserves to be mentioned, so... Why... I need some backstory on that. Why not just the monster kill both of them? Why do you need to kill her? That's... There's been some... Mm. Lot of, some some <laughs> things bubbling in that relationship for a long time. Honestly, uh... No, that... honey, don't... I'll kill you. The monster kills me. That's the way this works. That now, should be the uh, spinoff. That should, <laughs> that should be the spinoff, is Absolutely. that old couple... I need the, also, the back. He didn't do it. In, maybe he didn't kill her because it wasn't a quick way. It was like in her sides. This wasn't like a quick death, you know. He didn't I shoot think, her in the head. I think that to the side. more so leads to the reason that he did kill her. It's true. Like, oh, I missed. I hit you in your side. Sorry oh. about that. <laughs> this is going to take so long for you to bleed out. <laughs> While everybody is gone, Evelyn goes into labor. While going downstairs, she steps on a nail, drops a photo frame, which alerts nearby creatures. She flips a switch, turning the surrounding lights around the house red. She goes upstairs and finds one of the creatures has entered the house. Soon after, it enters the basement. Evelyn sets an egg timer, distracting the creature and giving herself time to run upstairs. She begins giving birth in the bathtub as the creature slowly makes its way towards her. Lee and Marcus return and set off fireworks as a diversion. Reagan, seeing the fireworks, not hearing them, runs back to the house. Wow. <laughs> yes. wow. Lee then enters the house and brings the baby and Evelyn into a hiding spot under the floor in the barn outside. The baby cries, alerting a creature into the barn. This creature fails to find the source but breaks some water pipes. Marcus and Reagan go to the top of a grain silo 
and light a signal fire to other distant farms. Meanwhile, Evelyn been, wakes up in the I've flooded been hideout. My brain mm-hmm. for the past twenty four hours trying mm-hmm. to think of the word silo. I could silo. not. I could not for the life of me. Think yes, of that. they go to the grain silo. Yeah, I thought it was a corn silo until I, until I read this. I thought it was corn in there. Well, corn is a grain, right? It is. I know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It is corn. I'm gonna say it is corn. So yeah. Meanwhile, Evelyn wakes up in the flooded hideout with the creature still inside. She hides behind the falling water to mask her sound as the creature moves towards her. After Marcus and Reagan get into an argument, Marcus falls through the silo's roof, and Reagan jumps in after him. The creature in the hideout runs towards the silo and attacks Reagan and Marcus. The creature's disruptive effect on electronics causes Reagan's cochlear implant to emit a high-pitched noise and causes the creature to reel in pain before it runs off, breaking a hole in the side of the silo. Lee finds Reagan and Marcus and tells them to get in his truck and use it to get back to the house. A creature then appears, attacks Lee, and wounds him. Marcus screams inside the truck for his dad, turning the creature's attention to them. Lee, realizing that his children are about to die unless he intervenes, signs to Reagan that he loves her and always has before yelling out. The creature kind of, been char- kind of irresponsible to take that time to do that. Like the, it did what, take a long time. I mean, but it was the final seconds, just, you know. He was really enjoying his last little bit of life, you know. It was a pretty old truck. I don't think it would have held up too much. That's very true. It was beaten up. The creature charges at Lee, kills him, but this does give Reagan and Marcus time to get in the truck and roll it back to the house. Back at the house, the children are greeted by Evelyn and they embrace. After hearing a nearby creature shriek, they retreat to the basement where Reagan sees that Lee had been studying cochlear implants to help her hear. A creature then comes into the basement. Remembering what had happened in the silo, Reagan takes off her cochlear implant and slams it on a microphone. The resulting noise makes the creature shriek in pain and open the armor on its head, exposing the vulnerable inner tissue and allowing Evelyn to kill it with a shotgun. With Marcus and the baby hiding in the corner of the basement, Reagan and Evelyn look on the screens connected to the security cameras and see two other creatures running towards the house. Reagan turns up the wattage and lifts the microphone. Evelyn looks at Reagan, smiles, and cocks her shotgun. Gives you end scene. A couple of interesting things here. It's a sweet story, you know, like, oh, does my dad love me or not? And like, oh, he's been doing the research about the cochlear implant How showing. How does know? Th- he's been what I didn't get is remember, he's like, clearly been working on this. He, and you knew that he's been working on this. But that was all like, don't go into the basement, you know. And that's I was like. Was he like trying to keep it like a secret from her? But like, he's given her multiple things to try. So I know it didn't really add up because so, I, I also didn't understand like why can't she go down there? I was like I was very confused. Like yeah, there's nothing. Well, there's a rusty nail down there. Yeah, there's that one nail that the pa- potato sack just pulled up. Um, also, I I knew the twist of this movie before I watched it the first time, but pretty big one that the most well known actor in it, he's the director. Everyone knew that dies. Like pretty surprising. Yeah, yeah. And it was and not. At the very end of the movie, either. I mean, no, there's a good like what, the end of the ten movie, minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. But like, shock! They they kill John Krasinski. I mean, it's a sweet moment. Like, I get why, but like, you also knew this had a really good chance of being like a series of movies. And Maybe he now he was, t- he was like, I really don't want to act in the rest. Of these I movies. just want to direct it. <laughs> yeah, because he is in the second one, but what for like five minutes? Like, very little. Very very. First little. scene's his scene. Like it really is yes. his thing. But that's it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, is day one 
is it about the family? Is it about them? No, it's it's oh, okay. titled as a spinoff, so I doubt it's gonna have okay. anything to do with the family. So he's not in that one, or maybe he'll have like a quick cameo or something. But like he's really not in this series the rest of the way much. No, so yeah, no, definitely not. But Davis, it is a scary movie. So what do you think the scariest yeah. moment of the movie was? Edging me constantly. Um. <laughs> Okay, for a movie so built around, you know, what we learn to be as aliens and these monsters and things, mm -hmm. surprisingly, my scariest moment had nothing to do with the aliens. And this might be just a personal thing okay. and a personal fear of mine, mm -hmm. but I had to say that um, the kids, for lack of a better word, drowning in the in the grain silo. You can see, yeah. Yeah. was the scariest moment. Um, and like I said, that might be a personal thing just because I feel like um, it's pretty terrible being in a situation where you're not where you're physically helpless and it doesn't seem like you should be helpless is mm -hmm. like, a, it seems just like a terrible, awful way to die and mm -hmm. which they didn't die. But like could have slow under sinking. there for a little oh, bit, yeah. like yeah. you're under there for a little bit. Which I don't know. Maybe you could eat your way out. I I don't know how <laughs> many calories, grains like that is. But oh, if it was candy corn, I'd eat the shit out of it. I'd eat my it's way out all gone. Dave's just sitting at the bottom. <laughs> it's all like, okay. Looking like a Squidward in the Krabby Patty yeah. ball. <laughs> Anyways, what do you have here as your scariest? Moment? Yeah. It, so mine was interesting. Uh, the one I'm ultimately probably going to go with was, and I remember this from the first time I watched it, the entire anticipation during the birthing scene is like, how mm. is she not going to scream it slowly coming upstairs? But this one, a little more, not I don't want to call them jump scares, but kind of, um, was like, you know, when um, Reagan's about to go downstairs and Lee pulls her back really quick. That kind of mm. made me jump a little bit because I was like not expecting It's not really expecting. scary, but it, it's a bit of a jump one. Um I also thought – the raccoons that were on the roof when they thought it was a monster. What a fucking noise those They were like, loud raccoons. But also I think the creepiest to me might be the old man. Like when it first happens, when you don't know – it almost is like dude. he's going to attack them, which happens in these post-apocalyptic movies. It becomes mm -hmm. like that didn't happen in this movie, but I was kind of expecting that because you see it in like The Walking Dead, a lot of zombie movies where like, yeah, right. zombies are – you know, but, but the real monsters are the humans. The real monsters are the humans, exactly. Something like, is that going to happen in this? And that scene kind of looks like he's looking at them weird, and yep. it's like, is he going to attack them? Which doesn't make sense in this scenario. But I'm like, Give you me don't some know. Flashbacks to Midsummer, also. I was like, Mids oh, exactly, God. yeah. But and he's like, you know, sitting there like weird, and, it, and it's very tense. So yeah, that one is up there as well. I'm probably going to go like I said, the birthing scene. But um, you could all say Bo's first kill. It's the first. You know, first time I'm watching, I didn't know the kid dies like instantly. You know, like right at yeah, the beginning oh, yeah. there. For sure. Um, also, give the, honorable mention to uh, when they're in the basement and it's being flooded and like the, the flooded one's like, pretty slinks into the water. It's pretty sweet. Yes, one of those yeah. oh shit moments. What a, this is an interesting one. What are the funniest moments? Not a lot of ha ha <laughs> moments in this, Davis. No. But what do you got? No, but there were. There's not. No, definitely not many. Any really, I don't think there is jokes. a joke. I don't think there is one. Not really, no. Because no. I was looking for it, I was like I literally cannot find an actual joke in the movie. Yeah, but there were a couple things that made me laugh that mm -hmm. were not meant to be funny. I don't think. Uh, one of them being when uh, 
whatever his name is, the son, Bo, is that right? Mm-hmm. Bo well, is Bo running... is the one that gets killed. Okay, never mind. Not Bo. Not Bo. The other one. The one who lives most of the time. <laughs> I know. We never, like, really hear his voice. Uh, Marcus. Marcus. Yeah, it's almost like if you had more dialogue in the movie, I would know who these people's names Crazy. are. Crazy. I don't know. Um, but when he's running through the cornfield and just gets, like, knocked out by the tractor tire, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> he's got, got wrecked. <laughs> he just looks like an idiot. <laughs> um, but my actual funniest moment, I think, is when um, the daughter is so upset that she couldn't go fishing or whatever, mm-hmm. and so she decides to, like, pack her bag and run away because it's like of course like it's a post-apocalyptic world but i can still get mad at my parents and also, run away you are, if I want to. you are deaf having to hide from creatures <laughs> that hear everything and you don't know the sound you're making yeah per- makes perfect sense was, that's we can skip ahead a little bit that's one of my losers is deaf people because you can't tell what noise you're making no you're like, you they're no dead idea. they're dead in this universe yeah. unless yeah. now if they have a hearing person with them yeah, but if it's like two deaf people you have no. no, you have no chance. No. Absolutely no chance. Like, oh, thanks. You knocked over that can over there. I'm glad you didn't. No, we're dead. At all. And the other person's not going to know if you're in the other room and not. Uh, you have to go and like hide, oh, yeah. hide. You know, it's no. Anyway, um, you, mine was have, mine is not something that was like meant to be funny at all. And I really don't think there were any others of these in the movie. Like, I don't. I thought the movie was done very well, and we'll get to that in the ratings. But I didn't. I just thought this was very like not even cheesy, but like very stereotypical and just didn't fit. Um, after Evelyn gives birth and, you know, Lee gets in there and he sees the blood, he thinks she's gone. And he's like sitting there like, you know, he's literally like, oh my God, my, my, my unborn child and my wife are dead. They're gone. And her bloody hand just like hits the door. So, and I was like, oh my so pointless. gosh. Like, it felt like we, how do we have the big reveal that she's still alive? Yeah. And it was, I just can't even imagine Blunt like hitting her hand. I was like, that doesn't exactly. fit. Like what they were also... There's these silent creatures going. Exactly. Yeah, you know what we should do hit glass doors. That's, that's how I'll announce that I'm alive. Let's make some noise. Yes, yeah. I was like, it, felt, I just, it was such a weird scene. And that know. was me even ignoring the, yeah, let's make noise when these creatures are around. Right. This was ignoring that. This was just like it didn't fit. Like I just gave birth. I'm gonna like I'm barely alive. I'm just gonna oh I can all I can do is get my hand. It just didn't feel like it fit. It felt like a also what she you did, do in scary movies. She did like, not look barely alive. In no, show. like she looks like she was just chilling, she was, holding the baby in there. That's what I'm saying. It was just weird that it was like this. Yeah. It just it didn't was, feel yeah. like it fit. <laughs> I know. And I saw it, and I was like, I didn't really laugh, but I, I saw it, and I was like, what was that? Like it just took yeah. me out for a second. I and I was like, mean. I gotta write that I down because there's not gonna be many funny moments in this. So just the perfectly bloody handprint on the yes, on the so, ridiculous. Like, okay, so ridiculous, so ridiculous. Uh, what about the best kill, Davis? What do you got? I believe we have a total body count of four in this movie. I think is Sounds what about I right. yeah. read. Sounds about right. Um, honestly, I don't think there was anything too creative or anything like that. I mean, I get that because we literally – it's just monsters eating people basically or hunting mm-hmm. them. Um, so just off of the shock factor alone, I think Bo getting killed at the beginning Bo, is – I thought that's what you go with, yeah. Very surprising, um, especially seeing it for the first time. You see – the dad running towards him, you're like, okay, surely he's going to pick him up. He and... doesn't get very close. He's like a good 10 no, it's, plus. It's 20 yards. Yeah. yeah, like he's like quite a bit away. It's like, man, he yeah. had no chance. Now, those things are extremely fast, but like yeah. he had no chance. But you got to try. He did more than the mom. The mom didn't. The mom oh, she was, was actually she was closer, like, he... closer yes. to Bo than he was, but she didn't. She was do like, it he's dead. He's dead. We're, I'm not. No reason for me to die. <laughs> we'll just make another one. That's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny. So there is Bo. Obviously, there's the old woman we don't see die. We do see the old man die. 
Hopefully we'll see we'll see her die. We'll see in the prequel. We need to see that whole. Um Lee, of course, and then the creature. So you could talk me into Lee, you can talk me into the creature. Bo, of course, is a shocking one, first time you're watching. And if I didn't know, I would imagine Lee was like people were pretty stunned that John Krasinski is, you know, dead by the end of the yeah. movie. I'm gonna go with one that I guarantee you've forgotten about. No, uh, I know. It, I just remembered it now that you're. So saying, I'm I going. Really, I respect it a lot. I'm actually. going. I, I, don't, lot, I don't know if we are thinking about the same. Maybe we are. I but I'm going. We are. Non-human, I'm going. Correct. Non-human. Af- oh, after yeah, the absolutely. scare at the house. Absolutely. <laughs> walking into the cornfield, the raccoons are walking away, and the creature's hand comes out and just sma- just yes. smashes it and brings it down. Which I do think is kind of meant to be semi funny, not hilarious, but like. That does feel like one of those things. It's a little bit of a jump scare, though. It is. Um, It's mine. It's the best kill. It is a. It's everyone else gets like, we we either see like Lee and Bo just get grabbed. You don't actually see what happened. The old man gets stabbed, like throat cut, but you barely see it. The creature does get shot, but the raccoon you actually see like smashed the blood and get pulled. It's getting smashed. It's the best kill, man. (laughs) It's It's the raccoon. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm writing that one down. That was a good one. It was a very good kill. So the raccoon. That's what you get for making so much. Nah, I don't think so. That's what you get for making so much ruckus up on the on the roof. The other one was, had to be like, oh crap! <laughs> like getting away. <laughs> it's like they had a crazy ass night. They fell probably twenty feet off the yes. roof. Yeah. Screamed while they fell off the roof. <laughs> yes. then... How are they still alive? Like after a year. I, we'll, we'll trust me. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. But yeah, the raccoon getting crushed. Definitely. My I best like kid. that. Way to get creative. What about the winner and loser, Davis? Who won A Quiet Place for you? Okay. I don't have a solid singular winner or loser for either. I'm not going to pick one. But I will say, I think I broke my own personal record for amount of winners and losers in a movie. Okay. <laughs> Mostly on the loser side. But, okay. First winner I've got to have is these alien monsters' metabolism. Like, it seems like they can just... Do they eat. eat them though? I'm not certain they eat them. Uh, I don't think uh, they do. Why else? They're not just like no, they are not I, just trying the to old kill man, them just I, because. I think with the old man, don't they just like slit his throat and like run off? Like I do think they're just killing them. Maybe they do eat them. I don't know. I didn't get I that. I think vibe. they're eating them. Okay, maybe. I, be, maybe because like otherwise, wouldn't you think they'd have a proper grave for their son and not just like a thing in the middle of the path? Because if you had his body, you'd be able to dig a grave somewhere. True. But it's not going to get it gone. from him. Like who knows where it is? You know, you want to go look through all the like the, le- the like the leaves and the branches making noise. I think they would. I mean, they were very maybe, like, maybe, a sentimental family. Maybe they do eat. I just didn't. I thought I thought they would show that more, but you know, maybe they do. Maybe they do. I just don't understand. It didn't seem like the aliens are intelligent enough to kill just for the hell of it. It seemed like it was like a food source. Hmm. Maybe. So, yeah. All I'm saying is that I'm guessing these things can eat five people a day and be solid. So I wish oh, yeah. I had that metabolism. I can only mm-hmm. eat one person a day and be solid. Yeah, so. maximum. <laughs> max. Specifically max. That's who I'm eating today. So. <laughs> um, I also went with my winner as uh, the pe- pescatarians in the world. Mm. All the mm. food supply and everything goes to shit. And it's like, all right, we got to resolve to fish. And it's like, wonderful. This is my favorite food. Are you kidding me? It's a good which also makes me think why these animals or these aliens are killing everything because there's not really like hunting or like other for- forms of meat True. anymore. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
I'm gonna choose Aliens Metabolism. I like that one. It's uh, damn. All right, I'll when I'm writing it down, because I gotta pick one for you. So, <laughs> um, so I got a couple somebody. of them as well. The other ones I want to um mention is one of my favorite shows. Gotta go with the winner being the Stranger Things Demogorgon. Straight ripoff. Straight ripoff. Like it looks, and I looked at it. Definitely came out first. Now it doesn't work in the same way as far as hearing everything, but it doesn't have a face. You know, it doesn't have eyes. It looked quite similar whenever the whole like hand head expands and everything, like the little pieces. Very similar to when the Demogorgon's face open. Really saw that a blockbuster stole from a Netflix TV series. So you're telling me Krasinski's a fraud? Is what you're telling me? It's 100 percent what I'm saying. Um. The other two of these are kind of interchangeable, you know, but I do have a winner. This is my te- this is right there as a winner, but it'll be an honorable mention. Soft talkers and quiet walkers. Okay, mm. I walk very quietly. I my voice does I carry do those. Not. So I'm, I'm a loud ass walker. I'm not even joking. Dude. I can <laughs> I walk up to somebody walker. and they'll be like, huh? I was like, oh sorry, like I, they just don't know I'm there. See, I, also, I walk up to somebody and from around the corner they're like, hey Davis. I'm like, how did you know I was coming? coming. But also soft talkers, you know, if you're like a really quiet person, it's not going to be too bad for you to True. have to whisper or, you know, sign, whatever. Or mute, my, mute people. You know? Or mute people. Yeah. My number one one could have been someone like a mute person, but my real winner is someone who has the choice but doesn't speak. Introverts. This is their nirvana. You are killed if you make any noise. True. This is their nirvana. Not only do they get to like, oh, I don't have to make any noise. I don't have to talk. It's punishing those that do make noise so introverts are living their best i guarantee they're all over the place they're not lighting the fires they're just like staying to themselves like everyone's on their own i'm I'm just gonna read my books for the rest of my life guaranteed introverts are loving this reality guaranteed Very true probably this great reading room by the way well too uh, what <laughs> what did you say <laughs> finish your thought first the great out. reading room at ou is like the place you'd want to be hmm. you can't make a sound in there true. you get kicked out so you want to survive, go there. Big echoes in there. So if it, I mean, if you squeak yes. a shoe. But don't make any noise. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I said the schizophrenic are probably doing well too because they can just have conversations in their head all day. And just... Yeah, it's very, they don't need any friends. That's true. And yeah. they don't have any. Uh, my no, loser. Don't tell them um, that though. So <laughs> my loser, first of all, this is not the loser. This is an honorable mention. Evelyn. I just wanted to go with someone actually in the cast. I don't think she, it was a great look for her. Okay, first of all, her husband's now dead, and he has been the backbone of this family. He's the That's reason they're alive. Okay? She's doing the doing laundry and But stuff. also, why are they in this situation? What really happened in this movie that got everything going? She had to be carrying, in this universe where you got to be really quiet, carrying a photo frame and drops okay. it. Breaks, okay. not the child, not carrying the child. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to. I was like, whoa. No. But she's okay, carrying okay, okay. the photo frame downstairs. Even if there's not a nail there, you could drop that. That's a stupid thing to do. Thirdly, why did you pull the nail up? Did she not notice? Remember the potato sacks? She clearly noticed the nail. I, yes, I, she I kept pulling it. She noticed the nail. Yes. And yeah. the final thing is what you just said. Who saw Bo with the toy and was just like, well, he's dead? Evelyn. Yeah. She didn't even attempt it. Like she she's a try. loser in this movie. She is. She causes the entire thing at the end by walking down the stairs. She pulls the nail up, steps on the nail because she forgets about it, drops a picture frame because she's carrying a picture frame around for some reason downstairs. Feels it the breaks, need to, to slap the shower, slap the door. door. You know, like like I just don't understand it. She's a loser in this. And at the end of the day, it costs her her husband 
He is the protector. She looks better in the second one, don't get me wrong, but in the first one here, Evelyn does not come out well. Does not come out well in this one. She does get the only monster kill in this movie. I will say she that. does get to kill it, but it's, it's too late. So the final couple minutes. You've been a loser all film. I'm not going to reward you. Also, Plus, that's way more for Reagan. Reagan did she that. Does, come on. I don't know. She has the she badass. She figured it out. She, was she has the badass shotgun cock at the end of the movie. Yes. But the the putting the cochlear implant on, yeah, like, yeah. she was the one that figured it out. Mom yeah. didn't figure it out. My real loser, though, is I had to think. My, my loser was going to be obvious. I was like, who would be in the worst shape? In this type of world, similar to introverts being, you know, winners. In the best shape, yeah. Yes, ex- an extrovert of some sort. What type of extrovert? And I was thinking to myself, what group of people are the loudest people, the most obnoxious people that make the most noise? Ooh. Their voices, <laughs> their voices project the most, and they are the loudest. It is. This was the obvious group for me, and it's theater kids. Theater kids are <laughs> dead in this. Absolutely dead. If this happened in the summer, I do think, <laughs> I do think that A Quiet Place, like in part two, when it shows the beginning, I do think it's in the summer. They're playing baseball and everything. Imagine with me True. this, Davis. Imagine a theater camp where kids are, all of the theater kids around doing their stuff. That place is wiped out in a minute. In literally 60 seconds, aliens would have that place wiped out. Like, oh my God, the monster's here. And then it's like, slaughter. Like, the theater kids are dead in this universe. Their whispering is still like normal talking. Um, they project everything. They wouldn't be able to walk in a straight line like on the sand because they'd be dancing and toe tapping on everything. <laughs> so theater kids are the got losers. They've the, got their tap shoes on. All the time. They'd be screaming so loud. There's a lot of I, people you'd do that with. I thought you might is. say something like, like the CrossFit community because they won't stop talking about it. That's, or, that's like... true as well. But see, they're just talking. They're not... Theater kids talking is like yelling, whispering is like talking, not speaking is whispering. So their thoughts are whispers. Um, so theater kids would be, in my opinion, the worst <laughs> off if this happened in real life. Theater kids are all dead. That's one of the more one. random losers that you've ever given on here, but I really appreciate it. It's caught, just, it caught me off guard. Within 10 minutes of these things getting on the earth, all theater kids would be dead within 10 minutes. I guarantee it. <laughs> and if you had one with you, what are we going to do? They're here. You got to get him out. Like if he's in the room with you, you got to like throw the theater kid out, like get him out of here. So, Oh my God. Anyway, what are your losers, Davis? Wow. That took me by surprise. Um, I've got a lot of losers, so we're, I'm not going to go into deep detail on all of them. We're just kind of rapid fire through. Them. Um, first of all, the whole using the sand to mo- get around, Anytime it rains, it's just gone. What? That's a terrible, like, do you just have an enormous stockpile of sand that you can use? Anytime it rains. It's in New York. It's not like it doesn't rain. I, I could get it if you're, like, in the, de- the desert or something. Like it's very true. I did kind of, I think it's smart in theory, but I did kind of have a a similar thought about that. I, I agree. Like, I agree. It rained for the third time this week. Time to go lay all the sand trails back again. out again. And they are long trails. They are <laughs> yes. long. Yes. So we have that. Um, already kind of mentioned this earlier. All land animals, I gotta think yeah, almost all of them are dead yeah, at this point. That's very almost true. All of them. Now, Except raccoons, for those two, but yeah. they're sneaky. Well, they're sneaky. They've got opposable thumbs, so they can get around. Little bandits. Them. Yeah, they still can get squashed like bugs, but and apparently they just enjoy falling twenty feet off of roofs. But that's <laughs> fine. Um, I also had to go with uh, punishing your kids. This could be seen as a loser mm. or a winner. Mm. 
can't spank mm-hmm. your kids anymore, obviously. So that's – you probably just got rambunctious kids running around all the time. Very However, if you're one of the parents or part of the community that's against spanking, perfect for you. Like, oh, can you believe Jack and Jill spanked their kids last night? Yeah, they're dead. Yeah, like, they're all uh, dead. So <laughs> we let our kids do whatever they want, and we're still alive. So Yeah. They also run the house, but, you know, it's okay. Um, on the other half of that – Another loser is being a kid and getting mad at your parents. You can't go around Mm-mm. slamming doors and being upset. You have to go <laughs> exactly it's like you screaming quietly, <laughs> quietly pack your Rage. bag in your room to, <laughs> to run away. So frustrating. So frustrating. Which yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess normal kids would do that anyways. Like if they're in the room having silent, angry conversations about their parents, you're like, hey. <laughs> Um, um, or you kind of touched on deaf people, like you're not hearing any of the noises you're making. So also dead within like ten minutes. They're also all dead. Absolutely. Now a, a deaf theater camp. I mean, Whoa. are we cutting that to five minutes? Also horrible singers. My God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna stop that there. That could get bad quick. Okay. Um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um but my last my last loser my last loser and this is actually very relevant to the story that was presented in the movie. It has to be it has to be sex. I mean I thought love, about, I did think about that like getting love, pregnant I was like mm. like you love having crazy sex. <laughs> Sorry, that was a rhetorical question. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> but like, I, I did legitimately can you think imagine, about that. Like, this, you'd this have would be... have to be the most business-like sex of all time. But for two reasons, not just because the monsters—it's dead silent in the whole world. You want your kids to like know what's going on. Like, that's the other <laughs> well, thing about it. Like, you have deaf kids, and you're fine. But well, but one isn't. Marcus yeah. is not. Yeah, and he seems like he'll never understand what the birds and the bees are. Maybe that's also why he's so weird. Is he heard that and he's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but I did think about that. Like, that had to have been, like, the quiet, like, how would you, it, it, like everything's I said, dead silent. It literally has to be a business transaction. It's like weird. <laughs> <laughs> Not the prostitution kind, but, like, literally, like. <laughs> but, but my other, my other thought on that was, like, they only like put effort into like soundproofing literally one room of their house. Like, yes. Why did they not do more of that? They could have done the whole house, and they only did the one little like in the barn. Like um, we know, basement. all these these mattress firms are like cover ups for money laundering. There's got to be a surplus of mattresses out there yes. that they could have used to yep. soundproof stuff. I don't. Understand I had that why they very did. similar. I was like, why did you only do that one room? If you did the whole house, yeah. you could talk normal. I'm not saying scream, but you could talk normally. Exactly. If you put them up against the windows and everything, like exactly. I don't. Yeah. I didn't particularly get. That. And maybe, like, I get you couldn't like build stuff to be soundproof. Yes. Because yes. You could. Like, you could tape it. You could tape like the mattresses. You could have the walls, more than one room. You could have what, more exactly. than one room that was soundproofed. Absolutely. Didn't think that through. But yeah, I'm gonna that's go all with deaf people. I'm gonna definitely go with deaf people as your uh, as your. You didn't want to go with wild. Loud sex is I'm probably not going to put that out in the tweet, yeah. so uh, it may not you oh, know, no. work. Twitter's but... the Wild West. It, I mean, you can get away with anything on Twitter. So. <laughs> well, now not that I would know. We not get to I... why we have this podcast in the per- first place. Rating scary movies 1 
to 100 on our all-time scrimmage list. If you are joining us at the end of Season 2, first of all, we have 46 other episodes. Go back and listen. All anyway. If you listen uh, to one, you have to listen to all of them. That's every single one of them. We have five categories. Davis and I each rate these movies 1 to 10 on our all t- on each category. We each have a score out of 50. We add those together. And then we have a score out of 100. Myth. The first one we have, Davis, the story of A Quiet Place. What do you think? I would – I mean we'll get this out of the way. I would easily say – well, first of all, story is my highest category, and it, I think it easily probably should be. Um, very, very unique. Also, you have to think about that. Like not, not that the horror in the story was unique because like it's – you know, aliens again. It's – I mean – there are parts of it that felt like it was ripped right out of science, honestly, like the whole cornfield and that whole scene. It was like exactly. Oh, it almost felt like an homage. Almost. I don't I think know, it was, I, it, but it I almost, almost felt like it had homage. to be like it was. I couldn't tell you. I wish I could go back yeah. and do like a side by side because there were certain scenes. I was like, I've seen this before. Can I also like, I, I forgot to mention. It wasn't necessarily scary, but a really good scene was the Reagan where you can't they do cut the sound out. Yeah. And it's, it's coming like out of the corn her. behind yeah. her is pretty sick. Like that's a, yeah. it's the first time you see the the cochlear implant like freak right. it out. But like that's pretty sick when they cut the sound and it shows over her shoulder it's coming yeah. out of the corn. That's a pretty good shot, cool scene. But yeah, uh, not necessarily. I wouldn't that... say scary, but right, right, good. just tense, tense. Yeah. Now that we're on that scene though, what an idiot, Marcus! Don't run through the loud ass cornfield. What was going on with that? Idiot. They he deserve to be knocked you. out by just, that tractor tire. Just That's stand on the path. It can't yeah. see you. Running through the corn is the dumbest thing you can do. Marcus was easily the Eddie of this movie. He was yeah, just, he was. Yeah, he was he was just way too scared. I know. Way too I know. Scared. All he wanted to do was drive that truck. That was like his whole life's plan was just to drive I know truck. if we make any noise, we're all going to die, but I really want to rev this truck up. It's like, oh dude, God, grow up. Jeez. I want to be a truck boy. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, like I said, first of all, very unique in the type of story it is. It obviously, honestly, takes a lot of balls to make a movie with such little dialogue in it and such little sound as well. Like you, you do still have like music and kind of a a score behind things at times, but um, definitely a, a good amount of just pure. I mean, pure silence on a on during the movie. I also forgot this note on the backstory. Apparently. There was a big dip in uh, concession sales for this movie in particular because people felt awkward eating I or could drinking in the totally movie theater. When I watched part two, it felt like that. It was It's yeah. weird. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I absolutely can see that. It feels yeah. very weird, yeah. Um, besides those two things, um, a very sweet family story within, you know, the, the sci-fi horror movie that we're in. Um, a definitely really cool metaphor for you know how parenting is in the real world and how you're trying to protect your kids from you know the things that they don't really understand and even then the kids won't really understand all that goes into the parenting for them and all that stuff so um i do wish you would have gotten a little more on the horror side of stuff with the the monsters and that sort of stuff which i do think you do get in part two but i just I wish you would have gotten a little more in this story. Mm-hmm. So still really solid. I'm at an eight. I, I mean, I'm impressed with the the originality of the story for sure. It's a very, very, very original and interesting story. 
Yeah, I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. Very original, uh, cool idea of like just I never really seen anything you know like it. I mean, just no. to have these monsters that only go by sound, but they're still brutal because they're super fast, super lethal. Um, I like that they're. It wasn't just about them. Like I agree with you. The the sweet story of the family blends in really well, and they everything makes sense. Like they mm-hmm. they when I first see that the daughter's deaf and it's a a movie about sound. Okay, how are they going to fit this together? Her being pregnant, how is that? And that really gets everything going. Is her giving birth? All those things. Yeah. I also, couldn't find. It does take balls to um, one kill your main character and kill a kid of the main character. I mean, in the yes. first seven minutes of the movie. And uh, what's so weird is like this is also my highest category. Um, I'm actually a little higher though. I'm at a nine because really I couldn't find much. And not, I'm not even saying it's like my favorite story. I do like it. But I feel like it's even higher than how much I like it, just because I'm like, I don't really know what to take off of. It's really well thought out. Um, nothing really contradicts it about, like, like the potato chips, even, like, little details like that. It's super creative. Uh, they put a lot of thought into the story outside of just the monsters, like, how they all work together. Um, and I'm only taking off just because I'm like, I guess there are little things I could have done that, that could have been different. Um just to make it better, but what is there is really good, and it was just more of a feel, like what you kind of said recently, I forget what movie that was, but it just doesn't feel like a 10, but it's still very good, that's mm-hmm. why I was like, I'm still at a 9, because like, I'm still super impressed by mm-hmm. what is there, so um, yep. it was just, I don't know how much more, and that's why, my other one I was thinking of was an 8, but I'm like, I don't know what to take off for, like it's super creative, it's really good, I mean... It, it's really tough to take off anything for that specific category. So that's why I just took off the one and just called it a day and honestly moved pretty quickly onto the <laughs> remaining categories. Yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of which, what do you think of the scariness, Davis? Oh, wow. We're going fully opposite here. Going from my highest category to my lowest category, actually. Same. Um, yeah. I mean, you do have a few jump scares here and there, but even the ones you do, some of them are kind of the fake fake jump scare like with the raccoons falling off or something like that or um the dad pulling um his daughter kind of back from the stairs or whatever like that so um but you do have more effective ones with the monsters popping out or like when the old man pops up like those are effective jump scares i would say um the biggest issue i would say is that you just don't get enough of the monsters um you don't get enough of them you know, stalking their prey or, you know, busting through a wall or something like that. Or even when it does, when they do come in and you get a closer scene with them, it's calmer because they're just kind of trying to listen for things, not doing a ton. And on the other hand, when in the scenes where they are closer, like when they're in the, the grain silo, it's so quick that it doesn't have time to be scary. It's like it jumps down there, then the implant thing goes off and then it's gone it just happens really quick um there's not a lot of gore with it like any kill is either in the background or there's almost almost none yeah like outside of the raccoon there's next to none you do get the the nail in the foot that's the most like visceral but you don't see a ton of it but i i kind of skipped over that i would put that up as one of the scariest moments also um that's having to go through that and not be able to make a sound is brutal. Um, but yeah, you just like, 
there's plenty of the movie that's so much just about like the family and the family drama that's going on. And there's um, plenty of times in the movie, especially being for an hour 30 when there's not like a, a terror or intensity um, with the horror. So I'm all the way down at a three. I still think there's enough moments for it to be scary at times, but I would definitely say it's below average on the, on the scale. can't believe I'm going to be higher on this. I went with a four. Um, and the reason I'm just below average is it gets you right there because the it, it, in other movies it's really effective to do like the build up and what's gonna happen. It feels like almost this entire movie is build up. Like there's a few paths, but for the most part, it's that anticipation. Like the whole birthing right. scene is really scary, but like ultimately nothing does happen. Right. But it is always like, oh, what's gonna happen? Is it gonna get into the bathroom in time? What's gonna be there? The hand slap and on the door wasn't a payoff for you? Exactly. <laughs> that's like the payoff of the scene. Exactly. So I still think there's enough of that that I'm going to give that its due respect. But yeah, uh, the jump scares are actually not with the monsters. It's getting pulled back from the stairs. It's um, the the raccoons. It's weird that the jump scare moments are not with the monsters. Um, it's funny that you say it now. The raccoons got two jump scare moments. They did. They did. They, they are the kings of this movie. Um <laughs> So overall, I think the scariness is there to like. There's a certain amount of level where it's just that dread that like what's going to happen. But you got. Yeah. I've said this in other movies that we've done. You got to have a payoff of some sort. So I still gave it enough respect, keeping it at a four, just saying below average. But the payoff is it's not equal parts build up and payoff. The payoff is more important than just the build up, and that's like even the biggest moments are not super scary. Yeah, like yeah. Bo getting killed, Lee getting killed. They're not necessarily scary. They're sad, but you know right. it's coming, and it's like it, it doesn't happen suddenly enough. You don't see really anything happen. Lee is standing anything, there. You, you see the death coming from a mile away. Yes, so Bo would ha- Bo is very slowly unfolding, and yeah. Lee, it's like the side of Krasinski's head, and you, the monsters around him. But you don't see him. Like it's just. It leaves, and I agree. Part two has a lot more of it, and I think that's yeah. because they probably got the feedback in the first one. They're like. Man, we like the monsters. That's like why people are watching horror movies. We always talk about that. You come for the villain. That's why you're in horror movies. Shout out to It Chapter Two. Go listen to that it, episode. Exactly. Um, so I'm still going to give it a four. Not terrible, but yeah, um, definitely my lowest one as well. Yeah, uh, what about the acting, Davis? What do you think? Um, this is a difficult category to judge when half of what acting is is saying your lines and you don't really have lines in this in this movie to say um not to say that they didn't do a like sufficient job with you know conveying nonverbal emotions and stuff like that in this movie um but i just it's it's hard to be as effective as an actor when you don't have anything to say really um so i think for the most part it was just okay and that's not exactly saying anything bad against any of the actors i just don't think that there was a ton to go off in particular um i will say emily's blunt's bathroom scene is like the one thing that brings it up even a little bit for me and and only a point otherwise it would have just been a point lower um so I would have gone a five just being flat average, but Emily Blunt in the bathtub scene, I think brings it up to is deserving to bring it up to a six. 
it's very interesting. I agree with it's funny because I do agree with that. That Emily Blunt was really good in that scene. Outside of that scene, though, I thought she was like one of the weaker ones of the movie. I didn't think most of her scenes she adds a ton to like any scene she's in. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. She's not. She's not. She's like the main character in the, the second one, and, she, and she's, she's not like a her part own... of the plot. A ton no. in this movie. Yeah, no, she's not. And I think I think it's her and the son, not Bo, being Marcus, that are just mm. like fine. Nothing special yeah. with either one of them. I thought Lee and Reagan, by far the best two. And it's it's built that way also. Yeah. But I thought, now she is deaf, but to have literally no verbal lines, I agree with you that I don't have it super high either, but I actually was impressed that they were able to get as much across with so few lines. Not just her, obviously. I mean, she does that in real life. But even like Krasinski... I thought he did a really good job of conveying everything that he needed to, even though it's like a lot of it's not talking and everything. So I still, I went above average as well as a six. It's just funny that I had a similar thought. I was like, man, some of the better acting is Emily Blunt in her birthing scene. And I think the rest of the movie, she's pretty irrelevant. Like it's very, it's, it's kind of like Krasinski gave her like, this is going to be like your scene. The rest of it, you just kind of do your own thing. But (laughs) I guess killing it at the end is also kind of hers as well but like most of the movie yeah she's not really relevant like no. she, it's not about her it's all about no, krasinski it's built about around lee and the two kids yeah yes um so i still went above average because i still think it's hard to do what they did i agree with you i can only give it so much because you need lines but as much as they could i was pretty impressed with what was there you know um non-verbally and everything i was impressed by the acting we did get uh and only one of them was deaf, and for everyone to have signing in that movie, that's impressive. Like, that's not yeah. easy to do. It is like learning another language. I know it's a little bit easier, they say, than actually another language, but yeah. that's not – especially Krasinski does a lot of signings. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, uh, still pretty impressed with that. So still going to go above average at a six. What about your production, Davis? What do you think? Kind of another one that is a little tough to judge, I think. Um mm-hmm. I will say the CGI and stuff for the monsters, the monsters do look very good. Um, mm, there's several up-close shots where they look very good. Now, there's not exactly a lot of them on screen. Yeah. So I, I get that they had more probably resources to put towards like a you know the limited time they were on screen. Mm-hmm. But the time they are on screen does look very good. Um, besides that, I thought the directing was just okay. I didn't think there was anything super impressive about it. Um, no particular shots that I could point to that I was impressed by. No. What I was a little bit, a little bit disappointed in is that for as much of this movie that's built around like quiet and silence, I don't think it used it as well in a horror sense. Like I think you could have gotten away with a lot more scares. Like, I mean, like one of the scariest things is, or one of the biggest jump scares is thinking that there's like the monster on the roof or something and it's the quick raccoon screaming as it mm-hmm. falls down, you know, or something like that. Um, I just think it, they could have used, they could have used the sound and the sound versus the silence in a lot better way I felt in this movie. So I don't think it was bad. It could have been it definitely could have been below average if the monsters looked worse. Um, it easily, easily could have been below average, but I think the monsters and how they look alone brought it up to an average five for me. See, I went above average. I was at a six because 
I mean, of not two that main, far above average. Yeah, two main reasons. One, yes, we should have gotten more, but what we do get of the monsters is very impressive. It looked really good. I was also even thinking, okay, five years, it's older than I thought. Not crazy old by any means, but like maybe it'll start to show its age a little bit. No, it still looks mm. very impressive. I don't know if there will ever be a time those monsters look bad, because it's like, it yeah. looks pretty dang real, to be totally honest. And while I agree they could have done more, the sound mixing of what is there, the sound mixing is very impressive. And I mean, like, I do think they could have used it better, but the sounds, just the little sounds they added in, the way that nothing felt out of place, nothing. And I I know certain these things are, a lot of them in a movie like this are going to be post, um, what do you call that? Uh, like adding not, in the sound afterward. Not uh, post-production, but like. Yeah, uh, post-production. I think that is. Oh, that was, <laughs> um, it's a misleading term. You'd think that's like the end of the movie. No, I know. Um, they use they could they should have done it more. But what is there is it's done very well. Whoever they hired for their sound, I do think you could tell was a, like a professional. Like definitely did a good job. I hope so. Directing wise, I completely agree. Not much directing wise there or cinematography. Not crazy, but mm. sound was very impressive. The sound mixing was very impressive. And the CGI, I was quite impressed with. Now, we should have gotten more of it, so I got to take off for that. Um, I definitely think there's – you could have had some cool cinematography in this. I don't even know what off the top I of my head, but, like, there is definitely Any, – Anytime chances. you have a, a cornfield involved, oh, yeah. you could easily pull some good stuff. And out, monsters, so. you can just – there's just so many things you can do in monster movies. Um, for sure. So I got to go above average, but a six. What about the yeah, entertainment, sure. Davis? How entertained are you by A Quiet Place? I was a little surprised with my rating on this one. Um, first of all, as I always start off with, absolute props for hour and a half. Oh, in and out movie. Um, and you and it, it well. feels like it. Like, it doesn't even feel like an hour and a half. Like, it is fast. No, it's, it is very quick. It's very quick. Um, if I did not know ahead of time, I would have guessed it was honestly like an hour, hour ten. Like, I was like... I was shocked I when Krasinski dies. I was like, whoa, this thing's about to be over. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's it's a really strange, not super strange, but it's just a strange movie in that sense in that it almost feels shorter than an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so much more could have happened still. Like, yeah, I, it, yeah, it like, could. I, I just, I, I was left, fe- what, holy, learn how to talk. I was left feeling... <laughs> like after this movie, I was like, I feel like there could have been so much another action scene here, or there. There could have been more fighting with the monsters. There could have been less doing the fucking laundry scenes or something like that. Or I mean, I don't know. There, I, there's no doubt, very intense moments in the movie, but I think most of the time they're so quick that it fizzles out really quick. Um, and on the opposite side of that, I think you do get some of the family drama, but it's it's not that intense. I think there was so much more to the storyline between Lee and his daughter and how his relationship with his son is different from, the, from that and his daughter. And you don't get a ton into that. And I get that you can't do a, a ton with that when it's such a non-communicative movie when you don't have that dialogue to use. So I... I just didn't think on my second time around the rewatchability was as high as I thought it would be. Um, and I didn't particularly think it was as intense or exciting as the first time I watched it. So 
I end up at a six. I'm still above average, but I was honestly, from what I remembered and from what this movie got buzz wise when it first came out, I was a little disappointed with the second watch, honestly. I'm honest, pretty much the same as you. Um, Shockingly enough, I'm one point higher just like on basic everything else. (laughs) I am at a seven. But. But it does make sense because I we've talked about this. I don't put as much stock in rewatchability. It is a factor, but it is not you know, it's not as big of a thing for me as it is you. I know for sure. Um, but I did agree. It I was surprised that the rewatchability was not crazy low, but it wasn't like as great as I thought it was going to be with the build up with how I remember it being pretty good. I was left a little surprised. I'm like, oh, I didn't enjoy that as much as I thought I would. I still definitely enjoyed it. I would just, um, I would love to know because clearly we had a similar experience. I would love to know mm-hmm. what about the movie it is that um, it feels shorter than like an hour and a half. Yeah, because it's like it doesn't drag, so it does keep no, my attention. No, it doesn't drag. Yeah, that's I thing. do agree they could have done more. There was too, but it's, this is the whole movie. Every scare, there's a ton of buildup and not much payoff. So isn't it kind of fitting that all – like the movie as itself is a lot of buildup with not much payoff? That's kind of the entire experience of what we're yeah. having with A Quiet Place. Not bad. Again, Seven's good. Like I really enjoyed it. Um, and it's such a unique story. It puts you in a unique universe with unique monsters that we haven't seen. So my attention doesn't drop, and I agree because it's, it's not super long. There's enough scare scenes to keep you engaged, but there should have been more. We could have, we should have seen other people. We see the one old couple. That is it outside yeah. of the main cast. We yeah. should have gotten another one or two scary scenes. Maybe they encounter someone begging for their help, and he's being too loud or just something. You know, something. Um, so they just like all the – We knew sca- that people were there. Like they yes. had the whole campfire thing yes. or whatever. So, so it, it – it did leave me very. We had very similar circumstances. Not a great rewatchability. Not a terrible rewatchability, but not great. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was weird. I was like, I was expecting to enjoy that more than I did. Not that it was terrible, but I was definitely expecting to enjoy it more than that. Yeah. So still good, still a seven for me. Um, but yeah, I. I can't imagine the rest of my life watching this more than like another time or two. Like I just, I can't yeah. imagine. You know, I probably like. Just in general, a good amount of time will go by before I watch this again. Like, it was fine. Like, it was good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the watch, but nothing nothing stays with me after it. Nothing that's like, man, what a great movie. Nothing like that. So, yeah. still good, though. One, like, of, those, seven one still of those good. where, like, it's so special on the first watch because it is so different and there is very little dialogue in that sort of thing. But just after you see it once, you're like, I, I mean, I've kind of seen it all with this movie. And that's, it, I don't know. It, it's not I, a bad I didn't thing. even. I didn't remember a whole lot that happened, but it is true. There's like not much that there's not a whole lot to remember. Cause not a whole lot does happen. So like <laughs> yeah. that is correct. Yeah. So this one's uh, kind of an interesting one, Davis. So overall my score a bit higher than yours. I'm honestly not shocked, but I'm a little surprised we're even as far apart as we are. Cause I didn't have a crazy high rating on, but I'm a 32 out of 50. You're a 28. What's interesting about that is you add them together and it creates a round number. We got a 60 out of 100 for a quiet place very rare rare round number that we get it it is like i saw the 32 and 20 i was like oh that's pretty itchy that's fun i'd like to Uh, go ahead and give you um a quick shout out and thanks for not putting any half points on our last episode of the season i really appreciate that it feels like you busted out one and out you bastard um 
feels like you haven't used a half point in a while. Maybe I was going maybe to on one of them. I was maybe you're I was going to do a six. I was going to do a six and a half on one. Well, no, these movies have just been clear to me on the different ones. I'm like, oh, yeah. this one feels like this. It's yeah, whenever I'm really stuck between two and I can't pick. That's when yeah, I do it. You've so. changed. You've changed. Uh, <laughs> so now we know the first one of next season. We know what's happening. It's all I'm halves gonna, across the board. I'm just going to quit between seasons. Uh, <laughs> so where do you think a quiet place comes in? With a 60 out of 100, where do you think it comes in on our all-time scary movie list? Let me cheat a little bit real quick. Um, no, no, quick, no. It's off the top of your head. Um, hmm. That's fairly low. That's fairly low. Um, we're going to be in the 32 range is where we're going to be. 32. And this is... 40, they're not 47 spots. There's 47 movies, and there is a 1 and a 47, but there are ties in there. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. A Quiet Place from 2018 with a 60 out of 100 did not tie, which, honestly, it's one of our first non-ties in a while. We've had a any, lot recently. Any non-tie is a miracle at this point. Yes, it's. It, I enjoy it, actually. Um, a Quiet Place coming in at a 60 out of 100 on our all-time scary movie list comes in at number 30. Three. Oh, it's yeah. so close. So close. Oh, right above so it, close. right above it, with a 61 out of 100, is Black Christmas from 1974. Underrated and then we, it, it is underrated. Above that, Signs and Smile at a 62. Mm, Paranormal Activity, 62 and a half. Two cornfields in the same it, area, though. Absolutely. And right below, not right below, a point and a half below, but Friday the 13th, the original, 58 and a half. Uh, is right below. Shit That's uh, it, people are not going to be happy about that one. Uh, okay, it follows. No, listen, when you have the mom as the killer in the movie and Jason's not even in it. Spoiler. Really, uh, oh, I mean, it, if you haven't, come on, get your life <laughs> together. Uh, it follows at a fifty-eight. Terrifier fifty-seven and a half. So that's kind of what it's around. Um, I don't hate where it is. I mean, I, th- I it probably feels about right. Like, yeah. It's just, There's it's, a bunch in that range. It's so. a little awkward because it's kind of a newer movie in a range of older movies. Yes. Um, with where it is currently on the list, at least. Um, it's just I mean, awkward. yeah, literally right above it being Black Christmas and right below it Friday the 13th. But if you go beyond those, you got above it Signs and Smile and below it It Follows and Terrifier. So it's only the two right around it are older. Yeah. You know, like we it's... should do Children of the Corn and see if it's like right between. I actually really Signs. enjoy that movie. I don't know if you've seen it. Really? I actually do like it. Is that uh, a Stephen I've King? seen it once. But, is that a huh? Stephen King book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. no surprise, Mr. I haven't read it. <laughs> I've literally read I've literally read two Stephen King books. Literally two. So mm, yeah. anyway. What Jaws and the Shining? Is that what you It's read? Jaws. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I have read all of it. So oh. you're welcome. Go read it. Uh You're welcome. <laughs> before yes, you're welcome because I could thoughtfully speak on this podcast about okay it. that's fair okay i'll actually give you props for that. before we head out of here we always have two final questions davis especially being the end of the season first of all could this happen in real life overwhelming yes especially <laughs> no 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 no. listen to me listen to me listen to me especially especially with all the ufo stuff that's going on lately yeah. like every other day i look on twitter and it's like uh Released photo of apparent UFO um, from 2021 over wherever. I mean, basically, it's a matter of time is what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, My answer, uh, I literally put no. But but no. Okay, even if I believe in aliens, which you know I do not. I I, I I firmly – 
I don't. I don't just either. not believe in aliens. I firmly don't believe in aliens. Wow. If aliens exist, but they are not foot. creatures that can't see and have the supersonic hearing. Like, come you on. Don't, don't put them in a box. What I am mean? putting them in a box. I am putting them in a box. And no, if aliens exist, they'd be much more like the sign, signs aliens than they would be Quiet Place aliens. I don't know. Signs, no. aliens, oh, signs aliens are too weak. But they're the normal. Place, oh, the Quiet Place aliens would kick the sign aliens ass. Yes, they would, but <laughs> because they're these mythical creatures that don't exist. <laughs> Neither of them exist. What do you I, mean? I agree they would dominate. I just think if aliens existed, I think it'd be more likely they'd be like the signs aliens. Have we done another alien movie? Is that just it? Are those the only two aliens? I think those are the only two. Yeah, we should, we gotta figure that out. There's gotta be some yeah. other alien. Absolutely. I mean, there's the movie Alien. Which is a good movie. Is that a horror movie? Man, we've already pushed the limits. It's sci-fi like, horror. Yeah. yeah I mean, right. it, it's, it's horror in the way that, like, Jaws is horror. I was going to say, it's kind of like we pushed you know that I mean? with Jaws. But it's Jaws like monster, is a horror. It's, it's a monster movie. Yeah. Jaws is considered a scary movie. I would say yeah. Alien is more of the action with also some scary. Like, Jaws is considered a scary movie. I'd say Alien's more of a scary movie than, like, Godzilla. Not for the Asians, I'll tell you that. So... The next one we have, (laughs) would we recommend this movie, Davis? Would you recommend? A Quiet Place. God, that was (laughs) orgasmic. How long I had to wait. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, like, it's like we already said, it's a very unique movie. I don't think if, if you haven't experienced it before, I think it's definitely worth experiencing, you know it being so different and then using so little um, dialogue and so little speaking and a lot of, um, a lot of silence. And I mean, even though we were kind of down on it as a second time around watch, I still think first time around, it's a very entertaining movie when you, when you don't know the story yet. So I, yeah, we got to give it that credit, right? Yeah, absolutely. If the second time it let us down, that would mean the first experience was really good. And I'm all always will I say yes, regardless if I loved or hated a movie. If you're different, definitely I'm going to say yes, like no doubt. So the fact that this is okay. different, yes. Hold on. Hold on. The Babadook is a very different movie. Okay, and let I'm me let me sure rephrase. Said... If if it's different and it's somewhat entertaining, I would definitely <laughs> oh say God. yes. Just give me a little entertainment. But this is so dear. It's a horror movie based off, like, no sound. I don't think we've ever had one of those. Like, even remotely close to that. We we have pockets yeah, in yeah. movies where you have to be silent for, like, five, ten minutes because they're hiding or something. But never, like, a film. At least not a well-known one. A film based on, not not silence, but quiet. Based on quiet. Yeah. Yeah, not really. So I, I have to say yes because, like, yeah. it, it's so different than... M- it would, okay, so this is what's interesting about it. It is very different. What's funny, though, is it does take something you're used to, where you have to be quiet from the bad person or monster in the movie, but it's just instead of a couple minutes, it's the entire film. So it's not 100% new. It yeah, takes yeah. something you know and completely changes it to, like, the whole movie. True. So not completely new, but and as a movie concept. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'd say absolutely. Regardless of – I didn't love it. I mean, it was a 32. It's not a great score, but it's it's I'd probably recommend it more than some movies I even had rated higher just because it's like it's a lot different. You know, it's it's yeah. you haven't seen something like this. So it's worth a watch. And yeah. like I said, I agree with you. We can't down it, 
for it laying us down the second time, that means it was good the first time. So you got to give it its props if someone had okay. never seen it. Not so. necessarily. Something can disappoint you twice. That's not, I mean, that's. I don't remember it disappointing the first no, time. No, I'm not saying it did. I'm just yes. saying that that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody. What a run it has been. Thank you all for listening to our 47th episode and season two in the books of Talk of a Haunted House, a scary movie podcast. Now, when will we be back, you're asking? Okay, probably October, right? I mean, that's season three premiere because that's spooky season. Could we be back before October? Probably not. Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Well, could we, though? Maybe. I don't know. Nah, nah. Either way, season two has been a heck of a run. 47 episodes. Can't believe we've done that many, honestly. I've talked about Haunted House, a scary movie podcast. Before we get out of here, again, wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, any of those, go on there. Give us those five stars, a review as well, but really give us the five stars. We've done a whole second season and really a full one. Our first season was only 18 episodes. The second one was 29. We have put in the work. Basically three. Yes. So we have put in the work for you. The least you can do right now as we're headed out of here is go into your podcast app, wherever you're listening. Just hit that fifth star. Help us out. Also, go to Twitter. Follow us. Me, your co-host, Ryan King, at Ryan underscore King underscore now. And Davis and the show also on Twitter at... Me personally on Twitter at the real double D's just DS the end. No ease in between. Man, I'm going to miss saying that. Um, and then follow the podcast twitter page at talk of the house underscore again go follow so that you can suggest any movies that you want us to do next um and you have to go follow to figure out when the next episode of talk of the haunted house will be because who knows who knows could we be doing something in the meantime as well with the movies we've banked up no i, I am know. exhausted no <laughs> never mind we're done we're done until october okay but maybe. thank you all for joining us once again one last time a quiet place getting a 60 out of 100 a solid score i will say it's definitely not bad let's not you know this is too bad number 33 that will not hold but if it if it were to hold when we got to 100 movies 33 would be very impressive it will not be number 33 by the end top third but yeah but number 33 at the end of the season so it's gonna be number 33 for a little bit number 33 on our all-time scary movie list thank you all for joining us for a quiet place. It's been a great couple seasons. We are not gone for good. The season might be done, but we will definitely be back. And the reason we're back is we love scary movies. We love doing this podcast. We love having an excuse to go watch them. But the reason we really do it is all of you people listening. We like to help others, to provide a service. And simply, what we are providing is very obvious and very needed in our society. And that's your daily dose. I did the sign for darkness. It's scary, boy. Summer bitches.